1: Hey everyone, this is Dr. Trudy. I'm excited to be with you today. This podcast is called Redirection from God. Have you ever made your goals out, your short-term and long-term goals out, either at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year, and you had them all laid out, and then all of a sudden, God redirects one or more of your goals? Well, that's happened to me, and that's what I talk about today on this podcast. Stay tuned.
2: This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others. To pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy.
1: Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I'm so excited to be with you today. Um, before we get into our topic, which is on God's redirection, God's redirection, I just want to share a little bit about who I am in case you're just now joining in or finding this podcast. My name is Dr. Trudy Simmons. I have a PhD in family and marriage counseling. I am a mom of two, of a 15-year-old and a five-year-old, and I am a wife of 25 years. I also um, am an avid Ironman athlete, and I am an overcomer. I know what it's like to be down and out. I know what it's like to live from circumstance to circumstance, but I also know what it's like to live from position of victory in Jesus Christ, And, and so my goal for you through these podcasts is that you will be able to take a glimpse of hope um and encouragement that knowing that you can do life and you can do life well my favorite scripture is John 10:10 10, 10, and it says this the enemy comes to still kill and destroy but I Christ have come that you may have the abundance of life and friends i can tell you for so many years i did not live that abundant life i did not live a life for Jesus. I lived underneath my circumstances. I live from from circumstance to circumstance. I live from mistake to mistake. I lived in shame. I lived in guilt. And I lived in condemnation. And that is not where the Lord wants us to live. But scripture also says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And I want you to experience that freedom that can only come from Christ. And so I hope again that these podcasts encourage you and challenge you in your walk with the Lord to be the best person you can be for Jesus Christ and to know and to, to walk in that love that Christ has for you. Well, so um, anyway, let's get into our, our topic. When God redirects us, when we have these goals set before us, that, you know, these goals, everyone sets goals at the beginning of the year. They have short-term goals. They have long-term goals. Uh, we have goals in ministry, goals in their relationships, goals in fitness. You know, we write them down, but we have to hold on to them loosely because even though we take them to God in prayer at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year, we still have to hold on to them loosely. I want to share this story with you, and then we'll get into some scripture. But um, So I am an avid Ironman athlete. I have done 13 Ironman races on my way to the World Championship in Hawaii in October, and it was supposed to be October 2021, um, but we all know what happened, and COVID hit, and the world kind of shut down. And so we had to rearrange our plans. And so now I'll be racing Kona in 2022. Um, Lord willing. But because we didn't get to race, um, 2021, my girlfriend and I said, okay, let's go and race another race. Let's go race Florida and let's cause, cause we've already trained, we're already fit. You know, scripture says to be ready in and out of season. So I was like, let's go. I'm already trained up. I'm ready to go race. And so my girlfriend and I drove to Panama City to do the Florida Ironman, which I've done um, three other times, but we were going to do it for fun together. Um, she came in from Colorado and I drove up. I drove down from Atlanta um, and we got there. Beautiful, beautiful, sunny day, two days before the race. The next day, the day before the race, the wind picked up and it got really, really, really cold. And I started to have hesitations about the swim. Now the swim is a 2.4 mile ocean swim and you have to do two loops of a mile and a half. And so I've done, I've done 13 2.4 mile swims. I've done four ocean water swims. And so I was like, okay, this is going to be an easy day for me. Well, the night before, I started to get an uneasy feeling in my stomach. I was like, I've never felt this way before, race, but I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna I'm gonna go in faith. And then I opened up scripture to read, and I opened it up to Matthew 14. Now, I don't always just randomly open up the Bible, but this particular day I was sitting on the balcony and I opened it up and I read Matthew 14. 14. And I started in verse 29, ironically, and it said, he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the effects of the wind and the waves, he was frightened and he began to sink and he cried, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus extended his hand and caught him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith. And when he got into the boat, the wind ceased. And so I started thinking, okay, the, the, the waves look really bad right now for our ocean swim. The wind is really bad right now for our ocean swim, which is going to make the waves even stronger for us. But God says he can calm even the waves. He can calm the waves. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep tonight in confidence and full faith that the waves are going to be calm in the morning and it'll be a successful swim. So, sure enough, the Lord gave me peace. I went to sleep, we woke up, we got ready for our race, and we got in line and I still wasn't feeling a hundred percent at ease about this swim and so we're getting ready to get in the water we We kind of got our we kind of put ourselves toward the back of the the back of the pack, and I felt the need to pray, and I always pray before a race I pray constantly but I prayed with my friend and I've never done that before and I and I just said lord keep us together in the swim let us stay together in the swim i have an uneasy feeling about the swim and keep us together and keep us safe and and then i said in the name of jesus amen so we were 30 minutes behind the first 35 minutes behind the first swimmer that went in to the ocean to swim and by the time we made Our turn to come back into the shoreline to complete our second swim. The waves and the current and the riptide was so strong that we could barely make it back to shore. We were swimming and swimming and swimming, and we were going literally nowhere. The two-and-a-half-mile swim that we were supposed to swim turned into a a three-and-a-half-mile swim because of the riptide, because of the current, because of the wind, and because of the waves. And as I was out there swimming and praying, I was like, Lord, you can calm the wind. You can calm the storm. You can calm the sea. Lord, keep me safe. And I just heard him say, Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. I have a plan and I have a purpose. And y'all, if you're, a com- if you compete like I do, you want to finish your goals. That is what you want to do. You want to cross that finish line that you set before yourself. But sometimes y'all, God has other plans. Sometimes he has a divine appointment because He loves each one of us. It says that he will leave the 99 sheep to go after the one because that's how much he loves you. And so he didn't calm the sea that day. We got stuck in a riptide, a riptide. But when I prayed that prayer, Lord, keep my friend close to me. As I was making that turn, And I couldn't see in front of me. There were 30, there were 3,500 athletes. I heard my friend say, hey, Trudy, I'm right here. I'm right here. We can do this. And so my friend and I encouraged each other, keeping each other in eyesight to get through the riptide, to get through the current onto shore. And we both made it onto shore. Praise the Lord and hallelujah. But God did not stop there. God did not stop there. So even though we did not complete our goal that day, even though we were not allowed to finish our race that day, God had another plan. And that was for salvation. That was for one lost person to come into the kingdom. So my girlfriend and I had to pack up our bags along with 500 other racers who couldn't make it through the swim because of the riptide, the current, the waves, and the wind. And we went, we took a shower, we cleaned up, and we said, we're going to make the best of this day because God kept us alive. He got us out of the water, and we're going to rejoice and find things to be happy about, things to be joyful about. And so we went, and we ate lunch, and we went for a walk. And as we are walking down um. The boardwalk, this man was standing there and he handed a card to myself, to me and my friend. And it was, if you died tonight, do you know if you'd go to heaven or hell? And we put it in our pocket, our pockets or whatever. And we didn't think about it. And then that night, my girlfriend who I was with, who I've known for years, she asked me if I believed in divine appointments. And she said that she thought our friendship was a divine appointment all those years ago and that God put me in her life and that God put her in my life for many things. And so she asked me, what does this card mean? She goes, I know that I know Jesus. I know who Jesus is. I know about Jesus, but what does this mean? Heaven or hell? And so the Lord allowed me that day to share with her the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. The Lord allowed her and I or she and I to experience a riptide, to experience the waves and the wind so hard that you couldn't swim, to know that there was a divine appointment and that God allowed us to stay by each other in a swim. That's almost impossible. And that opened my friend's eyes to know that God is there, that God cares and God loves. And even though she said that she had been walking with Jesus, she had never accepted him as her Lord and Savior. She never goes to church and she never reads her Bible. And I was, I was able at that point to lead her through a prayer of salvation and to lead her through and to teach her what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And to me, that was the ultimate goal of that day. That was what God had in store for us that day. You know, if we would have finished our race and we would have crossed that finish line, we would have had another medal to put on our, our metal rack. But we might have not have had another soul being saved that day and one day walking streets of, God, streets of gold with God. So God may not calm the waves He may not calm the wind or calm the storms. He may ask you to go through the waves, to go through the storms. In fact, Psalms 23 says, when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, fear not. He says, you're going to walk through it. In our case, we had to swim through it. But God knew the beginning from the end. He knew that my friend's heart Because of the divine appointments, because of the prayers, because of the friendship, he knew that that was going to be the moment that my friend said yes to Jesus Christ. So my encouragement to you today is make those plans, set those goals, set the short-term, set the long-term goals for your life, for your ministry, for your fitness, for your marriage, for your relationships, but hold them loosely so that you can be redirected by God. Because God causes all things to work together for our good and his glory. And God wants, wishes that no one should perish, but that everyone should have eternal life. You know, when I was out there in the water swimming, I, I really wasn't sure. <laughs> I mean, I knew God had great plans for me and I knew that I wanted to get out of the water because I had a family and, and I was, I was a little scared. But God said, keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me because I've got you. And, I you know, there are boats out there. I could have gotten a boat like Peter and maybe the wind would have stopped. But God called me to go through it. He called me to go through it because he knew what was waiting for me on the shore. And that was a heart ripe and ready to receive Jesus Christ. So I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what waves, what wind, what uncertainty what difficulty you are in today. But God is calling you to not stop short of your miracle, not to stop short of your breakthrough, but to go through it in victory, keeping your eyes on him and then knowing that he will see you through. You know, when Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were in the fire, there was another one in there with them. There was another one standing in there with them. Y'all, God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And he is in the business of changing us from glory to glory. And he, again, will go after one lost sheep because that's how much he loves his children. And that's how much he wants everyone into the kingdom. So I want you to know that God is with you. He's with you when you don't understand. He's with you when you can't see the shore. He's with you when you feel like you can't go anymore. He is with you. And he loves you. So I pray today that you will rise above your circumstances. In fact, we are called to live above our circumstances. We should never be beneath our circumstances as believers in Christ. As I said earlier, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That Jesus has come that you may have life and have it abundantly. God loves you. He believes in divine appointments. He believes in changing up our paths to see if he needs to, to make that divine appointment happen. So if he's changing your direction right now, don't resist it. Keep walking in faith. Keep walking in true faith, knowing that God has great things in store for you and you may just be the answer. To someone's prayer, or God is making a way for someone to be the answer to your prayers. Hold on to your faith. Keep your faith true. God is not a man that he should lie, and his promises always come to pass. So hold on to those goals lightly, write them out and hold them up to God and ask him to have the final word in all you do. And one last thing. You know, we didn't cross our finish line. We've crossed 13 Ironmans and we didn't cross the finish line that day. And then, you know, the enemy will get in our heads and say, or try to get in our heads and say, well, you didn't finish. Well, you must not be good enough. You must feel like you must look like you must look like a loser to your friends. Well, you must haven't trained enough. The enemy will try to get into your head and make you feel less than, make you feel condemned, make you feel shamed, make you feel like you're no good. Tell the enemy he is a liar. Tell the enemy he is a liar because God has greater plans sometimes than what we think. And even though it may look like failure, it's not failure in God's kingdom. It's not failure in God's eyes. In, in God's eyes, if we keep our eyes on Him and He redirects us, and He or He re uh, He redirects um, our challenges, He redirects our steps. Doesn't matter what the world says. It truly only matters what God says and God gets the final word. So I want you to learn to take those thoughts captive. If they come in, if those thoughts come in to condemn you, to belittle you, to make you feel that you can't measure up. Those are not thoughts of God. Those are thoughts of the enemy. So have that mind of Christ. Renew your mind daily on God's word and let him have the final say. Because a redirection is not bad. If the redirection is from God himself, he will see you through to the end. I do believe in divine appointments. I believe that God works all things out for our good and his glory. And I pray you do too. Father, I pray everyone listening today, Lord, they will have a supernatural love encounter with you that changes their world and rocks their life for you. God, bless them, keep them safe. Give them the joy that surpasses all understanding. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. You can find me on all social media outlets, and I look forward to hearing from you. Have a blessed day.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net and help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.